Welcome back, everyone. This is episode four of the Popcorn Podcast. I'm your host, Tommy Cresta. This week will be a solo episode because with my busy schedule work and getting ready to leave for the Army on Saturday, I was not able to set up a meeting between me and another co-host for this week. But still, we will continue on and we'll be talking about the news from this past week in film and entertainment. Starting off, we have news about the live-action Little Mermaid starring Haley Bailey. So, it's actually finished production and filming, which is very exciting to see, especially with this movie staying under wraps a lot, especially after all the controversy with the casting of Haley Bailey and all that. I personally believe Haley's going to do a great job. I think she's a great actress, and I'm very excited to see what she has to do on her take of Little Mermaid. I'm also very excited to see Melissa McCarthy star as Ursula in the film. I want to know if they're going to use a lot of CGI with that. Will it just be her voice given? I'm very excited to see what they're going to do with all that kind of stuff. But moving on from that, we have our first look at American Underdog, a film about Kurt Warner's life, and it will be starring Zachary Levi as Kurt Warner. I watched the trailer the other day. Of course, this mo- this story is meant specifically for a movie. Kurt Warner was just a normal di- normal guy working at a just wearing like a supermarket and they went into the arena football he never gave up on his dreams and eventually he ended up becoming a third string quarterback in the nfl and eventually got the starting job due to injuries and he led his team to a super bowl and mvp and now he's a hall of famer i have something against this movie so far though i have a thing against people playing athletes who don't know how to play the sport and watching zachary levi throw a football proves that he was never a quarterback and it is it's really noticeable when you're watching him throw it and like drop back in the pocket. He doesn't look fundamentally sound, which is hard to see, but Zachary's still a good actor, and I'm very excited to see what he'll bring to the role. But it, if – how do I say this right? If he doesn't get the fundamentals down to throwing a football, it's going to ruin the movie in total because it won't be realistic. You won't be able to believe, oh, that's Kurt Warner. Like, that's Zachary Levi trying to be Kurt Warner. Just my thoughts on that. That will come out next December. We went to some John Wick 4 news. Marco Zorro, who's a Chilean actor, is very known for his fight choreography and all that in his films. He's been set to be the adversary to John Wick in John, John Wick Chapter 4, which is very exciting to see. Especially to get more news on this, we get more castings and everything like that. And see that this movie's moving along quite quickly through production and all that. It's very good to see. No, uh, It's not getting wrapped up in any delays or anything like that, which is cool to see, especially over the last... In 2020, we saw movies getting delayed, with especially the Batman, which was supposed to come out two months ago now, and now it won't come out until next March. So with that, very excited to see this movie's getting going, and hopefully we'll get to see it on time. Excuse me. And now moving on to something that isn't totally in the movie or entertainment world. Netflix is trying to add video games to the subscription, which right away sounds like a really cool idea. But... It's just how are they going to do it? Do you have to pay extra for that? Do you do you have to have certain game consoles? Do you have to do it through your TV? There's a lot of questions with that, but if they can get it done right, that seems like a really cool thing. Being able to rent games like that. Like if I want to try out a new game, I'm like, oh, I can go on Netflix and play it for a couple of days. Stuff like that. But hopefully you don't have to pay for the game every time you want to play it. Hopefully it has a good setup and it works, works well. It's actually pretty exciting. Now on to some news I'm very excited to talk about. We got our first looks at Jackass Forever, starring Johnny Knoxville. This is the last movie in the Jackass Jackass franchise. People are kind of against this movie because a lot of the original cast has either passed away, sadly, or they've just retired from acting, they stopped doing the role, 
and I mean, I still want to see it because I think the moves are so fun to watch, and I love Johnny Knoxville. But it is going to be weird not to see the original guys all doing this stuff. Like Chris Pontius, I don't think he's coming back for the role anymore. Originally, he was supposed to, but now I believe he has fallen out with the with the director and production company and has left the film. But we got our first looks. It looks like they're doing some crazy things. I know they're going to be riding a bull, trying to run at a bull, and some other crazy things. If you've seen the Jackass movies, you know exactly what I mean. But, yeah, very exciting to see. I'm excited to see one less movie with Johnny Knoxville because he has said he's going to retire after this film. On to the next topic, a movie that I've been waiting for for over a year now. It's The Fresh Dispatch by Wes Anderson. At the Cannes Movie Festival the other day, it was seen a nine-minute standing ovation, which is one of the longest that Cannes Music Movie Festivals has had in a long, long time. And the reason I can't wait to see this film is because it has such an incredible cast, starring Timothy Shamley, Tilda Swinton, Bill Murray, Frances McDormand coming off her Oscar, Benicio Del Toro, who was just in No Sudden Moves, uh, Cerise Ronan, who was in The Little Bird, Little Woman, all those movies. She's a great young actress. Then we have Adrian Brody, Owen Wilson, Jeffrey Wright, William Dafoe, and many more. So it's really exciting to see. And from what I saw so far, I've got to see a couple of bits and pieces of the movie. It looks really good. Wes Anderson is one of the most creative directors in the world right now. Every shot of his is perfectly framed. I'm a huge fan. So I really cannot wait to see this movie. And to see that everyone, it seems like critics are loving it, because so far it has a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. And Wes Anderson... Everything looks so pretty, and that's one of my big things with movies. It has to look good, because if, if it doesn't look right, it will take away from the experience. So I'm really excited to continue to go see this movie. I know it releases next week in theaters. But moving on to a movie that I don't, not as too fond of, is Jason Mamoui's new movie, Sweet Girl. The trailer just dropped, and it seems like John Wick, if he was fighting alongside his daughter, it really doesn't seem like an original thought, but it's about his Jason Momoa is a father, has a wife. His wife dies due to a sickness because the pharmacy company got rid of the drug that they were supposed to give her. Now Jason Momoa is like, I'm going to hunt him down, and he just goes on a rampage. It sounds a lot like John Wick. If you've seen the Jack and Wolf movies, you know exactly what I'm talking about because I don't want to give any spoilers out or anything like that. But I watched the trailer. It looks like a fun movie. You could just turn on and go on your phone half the movie. It will be on Netflix. So that's pretty exciting. You don't have to pay for it. Thank God. And yeah, it looks like a good good movie that you can just throw on if you're bored. But these kind of movies usually receive around a 45 to a 55%. And that's I'm probably going to give it around a 50%. Going off what I saw so far and how I, I think it's going to go. Nothing against Jason Momoa. Just not the type of movie that I'm into. But moving on to them, some of the biggest news from this week, Deadpool did a reaction video with Korg, who's played by Taka Watiti, to his new Free Guy trailer. Free Guy is a movie that is coming out with Ryan Reynolds, where he takes place in a video game, and he's just an AI that eventually figures it out that he's an AI and acts differently and tries to stop the criminals, the players in the game. But yeah, Deadpool and Korg went down, sat there, they talked a little bit. It was very funny to watch. But it was cool because that was kind of like Deadpool's introduction to the MCU, the rest of these characters. And seeing Deadpool just brings a joy to me because he's one of my favorite superheroes. And I think that Deadpool can actually make a huge difference to the MCU. Especially with the way that Phase... I think we're on Phase 4. Phase 4 or 5. 
I think it's going to bring a big maturity level with these new movies like Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. seems like it's going to be scary, a little more adult, which I think is what Marvel needs to go for for these next couple movies. They need to get away from what they did with the first Avengers and all that. I think Endgame style, very dark, like serious, They like sad, like it's a dark, more matured movie. I think Deadpool can really help that. You bring a more mature audience because they know they'll get some laughs out of them at least. And I think Ryan Reynolds was the perfect casting because he fits the character so well. But yeah, it was really exciting to see. Him and Quirk had great chemistry. And I'm excited to see what they do next with Deadpool. And some of the last news that we have from this week is that we finally got some news on the upcoming Batman movie directed by Matt Reeves starring Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, Robert Pattinson as Batman, Colin Farrell as the Penguin, and Paul Dano as my favorite casting as the Riddler. But during an interview, Colin Farrell was stating that he's only in about five to six scenes in the entire movie. And the guy that was interviewing was actually quite surprised, thinking that he was going to be the main character. But I'm actually, this makes me more excited that he's not in as much as the movie as they made out to be in the trailer we got DC fandom. It's showing that Matt Reeves is trying to build the rogues gallery. He's not worrying about going big and bold. He's trying to stay grounded, slowly just showing us the characters. Because when we see this movie, it's only about a year and a half, two years into him being Batman. So he'll make mistakes and we'll be learning because Penguin's not Penguin yet. It's just Oswald Cobblepot. The Riddler's just some guy. No one knows anything about it. They don't have their names. Catwoman's just a cat burglar and all that kind of stuff. Robert Pattinson looks great in the film, but it is exciting to see Matt Reeves making strides to prove that he wants to set up a whole franchise instead of setting it all up in one movie because we've seen when you try and do too much in a movie you try and add too many villains or anything like that it doesn't work out and a way to look at that is look at spider-man 3 when they try to do too many people because the executives of sony's wanted venom even the sam Raimi didn't at that point want venom to show up we saw that when even amazing spider-man 2 the original script was just for green goblin which we saw at the end of the film who didn't really make a big difference and it took away from everything that happened with electro so I think if you're going to do, you want to do a big, big superhero movie, make one big bad, like Avengers Endgame, like Infinity War. It's one big bad with a bunch of little bads. If you tried to put Colin Farrell's Penguin and Paul Downs' uh, Riddler in one movie and make them the big bads together, I'm telling you, it's not going to work out. Especially not in the first movie. Fans want to learn the characters so they care. Because if you build up the Penguin and then like, a third movie gets there if this movie does well and the second one does well. You get to a third movie like, oh, this is the Penguin. Like people are like, oh, this is what we've been waiting for. This is the build up. This is everything we've been looking for. And that's what I'm excited to see. But with all that, it wasn't a very busy week in movie news. But that's all we got for this week. So I guess we can move on to fan questions. Which we actually, I think we got more fan questions and topics to talk about this week. Starting off... From Carlos, what are your thoughts on what does it say? Oh, what are your thoughts on Dwayne the Rock Johnson playing Black Adam? I think I talked about this a pretty good chunk last week, but I actually really like the Rock, and I think if he doesn't doesn't try and make it too like try and go too hard in it, just let it come natural. I think he can be a really good Black Adam. I think Black Adam's a really cool character. And it kind of helps because we did get another shot 
this was last week, but we did get a shot of a over the shoulder shot of Black Adam standing there, and it looked like a ruined ancient city, which was pretty cool to see. So I think that the Rock could actually be an incredible Black Adam. So I'm very excited to see him play that role. And then we got a question here from Aaron from Nerd Soup. Aaron, how you doing? Aaron asked me to pick my favorite TV show and my favorite movie, and then pick between the two which one I like more. So I'm going to say my favorite movie is The Departed, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon. Big, great movie, great cast. And my favorite show is Game of Thrones, even with how the last two episodes of Season 8 went. And I think if I'm going to pick the two, what would I want to watch more? I think I'm going to go with The Departed because it's just shorter and I could watch it more. But if I'm going off Battle of the Bastards, Episode 9 of Season 6 in Game of Thrones, or The Departed, I'm turning on that episode every day. So I think it depends on what I'm doing, Aaron. I think if I'm trying to spend a long time, then I'll watch some Game of Thrones. I'm just sitting down like, oh, let's watch The Departed. Then I'm going to turn that on right then there. Yeah, great question. Thank you. And then moving on to a question from Nick. Nick wanted to know, what's my favorite suit that Spider-Man has worn so far in the MCU? Going off the MCU specifically, I think that the first suit that Tony gives him in Civil War is like his original suit, not the homemade one, his first upgrade suit. I think when you see him grab, when he yells under ruse and comes flipping over with the shield and catches it, I think it's just an awesome scene, and his eyes squint. It's just a really cool scene to see. But the further they've went, I've disliked more and more about Tom Holland. Not him as a person, not him as an actor, his Spider-Man, because he has so many suits. And I don't, I like when they have almost one or two suits, like Tobey Maguire, like Andrew Garfield. I don't think they need eight suits over five movies now. But that's just my opinion. Thank you for the great question. Moving on. This question from David, what's your favorite, what's my favorite comedy? If we're going off strictly comedy, I think my favorite comedy movie is actually Anchorman with Will Ferrell. Great cast, another movie that I think every time I turn on, I laugh out loud. And there's so many quotable lines in that. I think it's just a great movie to sit down and watch with your friends any moment. But yeah, great question. Question from Annie. Crestum, my little sister. Who's my favorite Disney princess? My favorite Disney princess is... We're going to say Mulan. I think she counts as a Disney princess. But yeah, I'm going to say Mulan. Because I really like her movie, how she stands up for her father who's really sick and ill and can't fight anymore. And she stands up there and goes to fight in a war as a man. Even though she's a badass. She's better than half the men there. But yeah, I love that movie. So, good question, Annie. And I think we got one more question. If there was another sport that would do a Space Jam movie, what sport would that be? Huh. Oh, I'm sorry. This question is from New Guy 2747 Uh, I don't know. I think if you're going to do any kind of like a sports movie like that, I always feel like baseball is an easy one to do. But I feel like if you're trying to go for comedy, I think football would be pretty funny. Because you could put like Spongebob on the O-line and just have him get crushed. Like stuff like that. So I think it depends on what you're going for. I would really like to see a baseball style movie like this. If there is one out there, please let me know in the comments. But yeah, uh, that was the final fan question we had today. Sorry everyone for such a short episode. Wasn't a lot of movie news to talk about this week. And I didn't have a host to go with, so I didn't want to review something just by myself. 
because I like getting everyone else's opinions on specific things. But thank you for tuning in. Make sure to like and share the podcast. You can get it on Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. And thank you to my sponsors of the episode, Anchor and Official Love Bracelets. If you would like a love bracelet yourself, please go to lovebracelets.com and use the promo code the-popcorn-podcast, and you will get 35% off and free shipping on your order. But finally, guys, I want to give my movie recommendation to everyone. I just rewatched this the other day, and I put it on my letterbox. I highly recommend everyone to go watch the first Amazing Spider-Man again, because I think it got way too much hate when it first came out, and I think Andrew Garfield got way too much hate when it came out. I think it's a great movie. I think it's perfect casting to have Andrew Garfield. He looks the party. He's a great actor. I think it's a perfect movie, so I highly recommend that. You can find it on Amazon Prime, Hulu, or if you have a Showtime subscription. But that is all, everyone. Thank you again for joining me on the Popcorn Podcast. I will see you next Thursday where we have a movie review and movie news next week, so I'm very excited to get to that. And we will have a co-host. I wish that's going to stay secret, though. Very excited to see you all next week. Thank you.